Amen. Losing to win. Thank you, ushers. Sounds like an, an oxymoron. Sounds more like something you probably don't want to do. Um, the low road versus the high road. Now, when you Google it, it's interesting how the world looks at things. When you Google this phrase, don't do it now. <laughs> I already know what y'all doing. Stay in your Bible. <laughs> okay. It will say that the high road is the best road. Imagine that. The world looks at the high road, amen, as the low road, and the low road is the high road. Let me say this about life and where we are in this series and where we are in this. Last week I talked about Peacemaker. You're simply not going to like everyone you meet. Eventually you'll find that one or two or three or more people who for some reason, amen, simply rub you the wrong way. That's life. Something about their personality simply gets on your nerves. Once you realize that you have one or two options, you could either take the low road, come on now, or you can take the high road. It's easy to write people off. That feeling of dislike can lead you to actively search for more character shortcomings in them. Blame it on our natural human proclivity to notice just the negative things or the negative differences between two people. Oftentimes, it's in us to pull out just the negative things. Taking the low road is harder, like walking up a hill. Because contrary to human nature, that's when you make a conscious effort to treat a person with kindness. You hear me? with civility, with respect, amen, just like you do everyone else despite your feelings. Taking the low road, you're making a conscious effort to search, listen to me, to search for good character traits in them. Sometimes you got to look a little hard. Sometimes it's hard to see it because oftentimes it's clouded by the actions and the attitude and the conversations of people. You see, you see, taking the low road is a conscious effort. It's something that you have to be intentional about. Taking the low road is like going against the grain of human nature. Think about it. 
When you had your first disagreement with someone, you made a conscious effort. I'm done with you. You understand? I'm just saying. Some people have low tolerance. Some people don't. You understand? But in our sin nature, come on, y'all. Amen. And if it were easy, watch this. If it was easy, we wouldn't have so many Bible verses emphasizing humility. There are over 265 verses that talks about humility and the strife and, 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 watch this, and to strive not to just blame everybody for the reason why you have an attitude. Come on, help me somebody. Well, as Christians, we're supposed to see the good in people. But just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're a super Christian. <laughs> and just because you're a Christian doesn't mean, amen, that you're not prone to look at people the way you used to look at them. And so in this context, we find something here. I, I, I dealt with this last week, right? I told you what being a peacemaker is, but... What we find here is Lot has separated himself from his uncle. Amen. Lot did not take the low road. <laughs> he took the high road. He took the road that, that watch this, that is most traveled by people. Come on, y'all. The tension between them was actually one-sided. Lord, have mercy. You do know that sometimes the tension can be one-sided, right? One person sees it one way and the other person sees it. Come on, help me. The other person sees it the other way. And what I found out, what I found out is this, that there are times that uh, you don't get a pat on the back just for doing right. Do right because you want to do right. But see... What Abram did is he gave Lot the best land. He did. He said, son, whatever your problem is, I know there's tension between us that I didn't cause. Let me ask you a question. Who brings the tension? Satan does. Amen. He brings tension in relationships because He's seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. The longer he can keep you in your marriage with all sorts of issues and uh, all sorts of things unresolved, amen, the more he will pull you away and separate you from what's right. See, sometimes people think taking the low road you know, I had a moment not too long ago where I said, man, I'm tired of taking the low road. I take the low road all the time. And it seems like every time I take the low road and I keep taking the low road, watch this, I feel like I keep getting ran over. But that wasn't the right attitude. That was not the right attitude about that, and I believe that's why the Lord got me preaching on it. <laughs> Amen. This bud's for you too. Amen. 
Abram being the wiser of the two took the low road. Abram being the elder took the low road, but watch this. He did not he wasn't taking the low road because he was looking for something. He took the low road because he understood understood something that taking the low road will always glorify God. And in whatever we do and whatever relationships we have where there's tension, amen, I'm saying as a believer, we should take the low road. In other words, losing to win. You see, I believe people don't take the low road because they don't see anything in it for themselves. <laughs> Can I tell you something? The Bible says he'll fight for you. If you stand still, he will fight for you. But oftentimes that goes all out the window. He says, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. But guess what? We throw all that out the window when we feel like we're being taken advantage of. But I stopped by to tell you I got a whole new look on this. And I thank God that, that, that he gave Lot what was in essence his. Lot didn't have nothing. Now we could decode and, and, and dissect Lot, but next week I'll reveal something about Lot that you probably don't even know. Here's the thing. There are people who start off in this journey and they're shaky. You know, they're not all there. So here's the thing. that They have not matured to the point where they can see things and handle things the way you may handle. Come on, help me somebody. But it doesn't mean that they're bad people. Are you with me? In all of us, there's something we don't like. And in all of us, there's something, watch this, that God is still working on. Oh, come on, help me somebody. See, when I look at Abram and how he responds to this, it blew my mind because I'm like, man, what the world is going on here? Why is Lot acting like this? But let me give you a revelation. You may want to write this down. See, here's the thing. He, Abram gave Lot what was his, in essence, yet Lot saw his separation as liberation. Lord, have mercy. I'm going to say it one more time. Lot saw his separation as liberation. I see it as destruction. I see it as the devil destroying a relationship. That's deep, ain't it? Lot's like, man, I'm gone. I'm on my own now, man. I'm going to do what I want to do. He was suppressing me. He was holding me back. Come on, somebody. We can't grow together. How can you not grow together and you're prospering? Have you not thought about putting your stuff together and getting along? Are y'all following me on this? And there are times when we feel like the only option is liberation, but that's not true. Because God has a plan. God always had a plan. The times, saints, when you're dealing with people who are unreasonable, you got to lose to win. Let's look at verse 14. Now, the Lord said to Abram, notice, notice this. After the separation, 
you got now revelation. <laughs> because God had spoke to Abram before, but now he's speaking to him again. Lord, have mercy. Look at the text. Text says the Lord what? The Lord said to Abram, uh, after Lot had separated from him. Now, could we say that there are sometimes there are people who are holding you back from your revelation? There are some people who are hindering you from hearing from God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. <laughs> because their mere presence make you so dis it, it causes so much distress. That the Lord say, I ain't talking. Boy, it's quiet up in here. Look what he said. He said, after. Look what the text says. After Lot had separated from him. I feel this now. Now lift up your eyes. Watch this. Not only revelation, but vision. There's some people who hinder your revelation, and they also hinder your vision. Can't see. Because you focus on them. Lord have mercy. You can't see because, watch this, they're blocking your vision. They're, they're in your way. Watch this. And God is trying to say, listen, I'm just following the text. Watch this. And God, God can't show you nothing else because all you see is the tension in the relationship. That people who come to church. <laughs> mm. And they can't hear from God because they just left home in a in a, in a rage. Come on, somebody. They, they just left a relationship at home that's been bad for years, but they won't bring it to the altar in prayer. I wish I had somebody. Watch this. Lord said, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, not from where you're going to be, but from the position of where you are now. Watch this. You took the bad land. You took the dried up dirt. You, you took the place that was a desert place. Lot took the world. Lot took Vegas. Here you are way up in Utah somewhere. Nobody even knows the zip code out there. Are you with me? You're in the desert of life. But watch this, when you took the low road, that's what you got. You took the low road and what you got was what? The worst end of it, so it may seem. Which would you rather have? Money, riches, success, fame, or the Lord's voice? Or a vision from God that you can see again? Come on and help me somebody. And, and, and watch the text. The text says this. Watch this. I wouldn't mean to go there, but watch the text. The text says, uh, uh, look, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are northward and southward and eastward and westward. He said, east side, west side, north side. What? <laughs> Whichever side you want to represent. But God has given him a visual. He says, <laughs> look to the north, look to the east, look to the, look to the west. Watch this, watch this now, watch this. He says, lift up your eyes. And so here's the first thing I believe that we must do in order to lose, you know, lose to win, 
the high road versus the low road versus the high road. Here it is. Here it is. First thing is, we must never look. We must never look. And here's where here's what I'm talking about when I say revenge. I'm talking about what's in your heart. You wish them bad. You wish the Lord would just take one leg and then the other. <laughs> Break their bones. and You know, that's the kind of impeccatory prayer that we found in the book of Psalms. <laughs> where the psalmist prayed, Lord, just break their bones and crush their eyes and, you know, that kind of stuff. I know, I know, I know. But that, that's the stuff that goes through people's heart. So we talked about being a peacemaker. I'm talking about you intentionally taking the low road. I'm giving you a reason. You see, separation was done from the heart. Separation that's done from the heart that's right, watch this, will always lead to something greater. Sometimes there's a necessary ending or necessary, watch this, uh, necessary separation for the moment. Never take back what you feel. Listen, can I tell you something? You may want to write this down. The low road is paved with humility, but it could look unfair at the moment. You hear what I'm saying? It may feel like, man, they just keep getting over on me. It may seem like it's unfair, but listen, you cannot have revenge in your heart. God spoke to Abram. Listen, listen. For God's voice. So here, here's what I want you to do. When you take the low road, I want you to listen for God's voice. Look for his leading. Look for the vision. Lord, what are you trying to show me now? Because see, see, here's the thing. Um, in the book of Isaiah, it says, it was in the year that King Uzziah died. That's when I saw the Lord. Watch this. What I believe sometimes is that we put people in our sight so high that we can't see the Lord. And don't let it be nobody to make you mad. Don't let it be somebody that mess with your mind or, or mess with your life. See, you put them in so much focus that you can't see the Lord. That, 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 that person that hurt you. Come on, somebody. That, that, that person that uh, left you at the altar. I wish I had somebody. That, that person that left you and, and watch this was supposed to lead you. But now here they are doing better than you, but you took the low road. Maybe you need to take your eyes off of their Facebook page. Yeah. And put your eyes on their gram. Take your eyes off their gram too. Yeah. Verse 15. It's all in the word, you know. For all the land. Look what God said. I want you to look now. For all the land. Watch this now. You see, I will what? Give it to you and to your descendants forever. Now, here's the deep part to this. Imagine this, okay? Imagine you took. Imagine going through a divorce. 
which I don't advocate divorce, I just, but it happens. And you just got the car. Somebody said, shoot, I, I mean, I'm getting more than a car. Shoot. You just want to leave clean. You say, you know what, I'm going to leave. This has been so toxic, I'm going to leave with the car. So I can get around. <laughs> Go to work. See, you got to be smart when you leave. You got to, don't leave. I'm just saying, you know, you just leave with the right stuff. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Watch this. So, so watch this. But you, you're left to watch this to start over. Get, imagine you being a housewife your whole marriage. And now you got to start over. This, this, I'm trying to bring an illustration so you get where Abram was. Abram was sitting out here in the middle of nowhere with nothing but land. He didn't see the potential in the land until the Lord what? Showed it to him. Y'all following me? Watch this. Watch this. I got 17 minutes. Watch this. Watch this now, right? You leave with nothing. Who are you relying on? See, the low road is, is lonely, but you can hear the voice of God. It's paved with humility. A lot of us say we're humble, but we're not. Because we don't take the low road. Let, let, me, let me show you something. There are some of us who may think we're humble until we have to choose. And then our choice will always be, I'm going to get you back. Oh, don't worry. I got in the back of my head. If I was to read the back of your head, it's a long list of names. Of people you have not forgotten. You ready? So here's the next point. There it is. There it is now. Watch this. Imagine Abram sitting there having regrets. See, God said, listen, I don't want you to live in regrets. Because you said you left a five-bedroom house, a three-car garage, Gucci and Prada and Louis, to drive off just with the car, and not even the good car. <laughs> and can I tell you something about people, how I know they live with regrets? Because all they do is talk about the past, what I used to have. What I used to have, what I used to do, what I used to do. You see, you see, God says, don't worry, I got you. And I got, much. not only I got you, but look what he says. He says, for all the land which you see, I will give it to who? And to what? So not only does God has his present, but God got his future. Oh, I'm all up in that thing right there. Watch this. He sees his future. He sees his future. I'll give it back and more. The difference yours will last, Abram. Don't worry about Lot, what he's doing over there. Watch this. Yours going to last. Watch this. No matter what you lose out of a relationship, you, we must not have any what? Regrets. 
You know why? Because we got to remember that God sees and he knows. We got to remember something that we must remember that, that this road is paved with a lot of different things. And sometimes you're wondering, man, when is it going to get better? Car keep breaking. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I just have enough money to do nothing. I'm going through the same routine day after day, week after week, month after month, and it seems like I'm coming out the same. But you're looking at the people who have hurt you. The people who have separated themselves from you. You look at them, they look like they're doing way better than you. As a matter of fact, you're even considering their options. Whenever wrong looks right, you're looking, at, you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Man, I can imagine Abram, man, just saying, man, I should never get this boy all this stuff. But he took the low road, y'all. He had to lose to win. Because God is talking to him. And what is God saying to him? Man, I'm going to give you. Listen, he's renting the land. You're going to own the land. He's leasing the car. You're going to buy the dealership. Oh, I wish I had a few people to say amen right there. Amen. Amen. He, he's got one house. You're going to have a lake house and a beach house. Hmm? Play around with me. See, we can't harbor things in our hearts. And what I found out about Abram, he didn't harbor anything for his nephew. I'm going to show you that next week. Watch this. Watch this. Look, look, look at verse 16. He says, and I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. You know how real that is today? We're part of that dust in Christ. He, was, he looked down the corridor of time and he saw you being saved and now we are part of Abraham's seed. So the next thing you got to remember when you choose to lose to win and take the low road, the next thing you got to do, watch this. You ready? We must remember God's Promises. God's what? Promises. Why? Because oftentimes when you take the low road, it may seem as if things are not going the way you want them to go. And can I tell somebody something today? The only thing you can hold on to is the word of God. God says, I will make your descendants, watch this, as the dust of the earth. God is, is, is going in on Abram, watch this. And you know what he's doing? He's filling his confidence bank. May I say this to you? If you read God's word, 
and stand on every promise, 7,365 promises to the believer. If you stand on God's word and his promises and start claiming those promises, he says you're going to have more. Can, you, can, can, can I ask you a question? How many of you can count dust? See the elaborate picture that God is painting for Abram. He's saying, brother, let me tell you something. You may have lost now because you, you, you choose to be a peacemaker. Come on, somebody. Because you choose to take the low road. But oh, you're going to win, Abram. Your descendants are going to be like the dust of the earth. So that if anyone can number the dust of the earth, then your descendants can also be numbered. God is making a promise to him that the land that Lot thought he took from you is yours. But really it's mine. And because it's mine, I'm going to give it to you. Watch this. Lot is just temporarily on my land. Listen. It, 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 goes, it, goes, it goes like this. God is encouraging Abram to remember, man, my promises are true. But you cannot forget God's promise when you choose to treat people who treat you wrong. You cannot, 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 cannot retaliate. You cannot take revenge. You cannot hold on to resentment. You cannot hold on to bitterness. You cannot hold on to strife. You cannot, cannot, cannot because it hinders your blessings. I've been talked about. I've been lied on. Come on, somebody. Listen, listen. I've been mistreated. Come on, somebody. I, I watch this, but I choose. I had to learn this. Now, listen, I wasn't always like this, okay? But I had to learn that I don't have to fight this battle. That I don't have to get involved in God's business. That if I take the low road, if I choose to lose, then I got to take my L. Come on, somebody. But I understand something. I serve a God who will, who will erase my L. And give me a W. Do I have anybody? My media people are slow today. Verse 17 says, you slow yesterday too. Watch for it. Verse 17 says, arise, walk about the land. Though it's length and breadth, watch this, for I will what? Through, I'm sorry, through its length and breadth and for I will what? I will give it. I will what? Give it to who? You. My next point is this. You may not see it now. You know what the problem with us is? We talked about this in our men's conference yesterday. You know what the problem with us is? We don't know how to wait. We want revenge now. We want God to knock people off now. You understand what I'm saying? We want stuff to happen now. But here's the thing. There's rewards for your faithfulness there's rewards for you taking the low road there's rewards for you watch this trusting God's promises there's rewards for you not living with regrets but here's the thing I want to help somebody right now you got to arise and walk 
You got to get out of that place of resentment. Get out of that place of regrets. Come on, somebody. And you got to stop looking at your past and start looking at your future. Start looking at what God has yet in store for you. Rewards. You got to remember. He said, listen, man, look at how long Look how deep it is. Look how wide it is. Come on, somebody. He says, I am going to give this, what, to you. Can I say something? Everything you lost, everything you thought you lost, when they scandalized your name at the job, come on somebody, when they, when they try to backbite you and say you ain't doing what you're supposed to do and you know in your heart you were giving it your 100, come on somebody. Listen, let me tell you something, whatever lies they told on you, listen, God says I will reward you. Listen, you may feel like you're not where you're supposed to be, but can I tell you something? You're right where you're supposed to be. You got you to gotta change your perspective and start looking around. The land is long and wide and deep. Come on, somebody. Lot got his out of adversity. Abram got his because God gave it to him. Watch this. And he endured the emotional struggle of the low road. See, I, I know about walking that road. I know about walking that low road. And sometimes it looks like you're losing. But you got to look again. And remember, you made the choice. You can, you can sell out. You can come, become bitter. You can become angry. You can hold on to whatever that is. But that's not going to, watch this, that's going to hinder your blessings. And I want to say to somebody here today, it's time for you to let some people go. It's time for you to stop looking at Lot's land and start looking at what you got. It's time for you to start focusing on what's before you. But if you look a little closer, you'll realize that the way you went in is not the way you're going to come out. He says, even though I walk through the valley, of the shadow of death I shall fear no evil for the Lord is with me I wish I had somebody he prepares a table I'm saved one more time he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies I wish I had somebody why did he go from the valley to the presence of his enemies. What God was doing, he was putting David on display at a five-star hotel in a five-star dining room with a five-star dining table. And he says, listen, I put you here not to taunt your enemy, not to throw it in their face, but to feel sorry for them that they missed out on who you really were because God knew your heart. Do I have anybody here who want to praise the Lord, who want to let go and take the low road? Why? Because the low road will bring you to a place of freedom.
Watch this. Watch this. One minute. Watch this. Then Abram what? Moved. Understand where he was. But then watch what Abram did. You know what Abram had to do at first? <laughs> this is an application, okay? In my sanctified message. He moved from the mount, what does it say? The Oak of Moray. Now, I don't know if you remember what, what I told you the Oak of Moray is. The Oak of Moray is this. It's a place where the Canaanite used to come and get revelation. But when God took over and placed Abram in there, he took over that spot. Watch this. Abram found out the first time when he moved from the place where he used to get the word and worship, it took him into panic and he went to Egypt. He had to move from the place of revelation and worship the church and he had to go outside and separate himself. Watch this. One person left, Lot, but he was still standing stuck in his emotional condition because he didn't take the separation. He didn't take the separation that good. You understand what I'm saying? It was messing with him because he's like, man, I've been good to my nephew. I didn't gave him food. I didn't took care of him. He's thinking about all he had done for him. Right? Watch this. But he had moved from the place of what? Revelation. The first place the devil's going to tell you to leave. Why? He'll tell you to leave church because he don't want you to get no information. But he don't want you to get no revelation. He don't want you to get your freedom. He don't want you to get your worship. He don't want you to get, watch this, information on how to take the low road so he'll try to keep you in the place of suspense. Watch this. Watch this. Some of us are still in the place where we were hurt. 1988. At 2.45 p.m. You're still there. It's time for you to move. It's time for you to move. It's time for you to get back into 2022. Get to the place where God can reveal all the blessings he has for you. Because you've taken the low road. You know what that last point is? Sit. Don't remain stuck in the place of hurt. Get on the low road. Listen. You know what keeps you on the low road, Sister Andrea? The word and worship. The devil is going to try to convince you, I ain't going there, man. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And he's going to get you to sit right there in that same spot week after week having a pity, pity party. Like I say, some of us are stuck in 1988 or whenever you got hurt. For those who don't know, tanking, 
is a term to describe a team that purposely loses a game to fulfill an alternative agenda. Generally, at the end of the year, you have two or three teams in the race for the bottom. Lord have mercy. Gary Kubiak, coach of the Denver, coached the Denver Broncos during the 2016 to 2017 season. He won the Super Bowl coaching the Broncos, but not the Texans, in 2015 to 2016. The Broncos were eight and seven heading into the final game of the season in 2016. Watch this. They had been eliminated from the playoff. Losing would have meant better draft picks <laughs> the next spring. The Broncos played their starters against the Raiders who had playoff position at stake and beat them 24 to 6. You see, it's something inside of us to always take the high road. <laughs> they could have lost, come on somebody, and get a better position, but they decided that their pride would not let them lose. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And what I'm saying to somebody here today, listen, sometimes it's okay to take the L when you know that God is going to give you the W. Give God a hand clap.